Welcome back to another episode of Advanced BS. This is our, we're starting our month of... Yeah, we're starting a new month. Not, new just, month. not just welcome back to the show. Welcome back to this month, or beginning this month. Oh. I had a whole rhythm in my head and you threw me off. Well, I, had, I, know. I had an idea, I had an idea for a show, and then you came in... Caleb, what are we doing this month? Doing? Caleb, what's our topic this month? Month of August, yes. what are we doing? Spaz, what are we doing? Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer... An American uh. lager. <laughs> uh. Yep. Start drinking now. Yeah. Uh. yeah if you want to tolerate us. So go to the fridge, em. crack a beer. Uh, it'll make us funnier. Certainly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to talk about Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Yeah. A whole month of us talking about Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Uh, the thought process behind this is we wanted to do something really specific because every month we've dived into a different topic and we picked one now that we're really going to have to stretch to get four weeks because mm-hmm. we wanted to see if we can do it this is going to be happening more and more months where we pick a really focused topic mm-hmm. and run it into the ground we also just like it yeah and not and not in an ironic hipster way i mean oh. i like it because of its cheap nature and that's, it's cheap. that's and that's what made it a hipster thing in the first place was the cheapness of it but i I've, I've grown in that cheapness i've actually grown to just like it in, in its yeah. affordability of the... we, were, we were all young poor college students and <laughs> well yeah. even just now for the most bang for your buck is the pbr 30 pack yep because that cost you like i say a jewel osco that cost you 12 dollars. yep yep and a 24 pack of any other type of beer is at least a couple dollars more. We're talking less than 50 cents a beer. That's I, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. They're that's practically awesome. giving it away. That's All right? right. That's what I'm in. And I'm in as for. we as we go through this month, I think we'll find out that there is some hype that may be a little bit too much for this beer, and there's also some preconceived notions, like some people would call the 30 pack Logan just mentioned the Dirty 30, which I mm. think is. I like to call it the flirty 30 myself. Okay. You use it for the ladies? Yeah, you have a few. It's like the start of this month, you just want me to fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> just everything you're saying. Um, but there's there's a lot about this beer and where it comes from, and it's, I, I think there's some interesting stuff we'll find out, and and it kind of goes to why we why we enjoy it as well. And, yeah. and without it being, and we will get into it being kind of a, a, a hipster go-to beer, and so... That's also kind of changed how people view it. It used to be viewed as kind of white trash, and then it got popular amongst like millennials and indie crowd, and so now people view it as like, oh, it's a hipster beer. And we're just regular middle class white guys that like this beer (laughs) without any kind of reason for it, other than it's cheap and it doesn't taste like shit. I mean, it, as shitty as, as other beers. As other beers, cheap beers. And it doesn't, and to me, it, this doesn't have the the flavor that uh, uh, makes me upset, like a Keystone. Right, yeah, but it keystone, also doesn't keystone, have that really a, like, a natural light. I don't think it has a super watered down flavor like your Bush Lights or your stuff yes. like that. It still has a little bit of flavor to it that you can appreciate. You're drinking a beer, not just watered down wheat. Uh, compared yeah. compared to Miller High Life, I like don't want to burn any bridges. I like a nice bowl of watered down wheat in the morning. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I wake up in the morning. I don't want to burn any bridges, but if you had to compare this to a High Life, I mean, would you go PBR? Or burn high bridges life? with who? Miller High Life. I don't want them. I don't <laughs> want them. Mr. Miller, them you think the Miller family's listening? Yeah, yeah, makes how Miller's. dare you? I think I think uh, they are. I think uh, they are. Oh no, I take I would this PBR totally. Me too. Me too. I, I despise Miller. I actually, and again, I don't despise it, but it tastes to me. I don't like it. Uh, there's like a lime I taste to it. Really, it reminds me of like bad Fruit Loops. I don't know why. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, don't put beer on your Fruit Loops. That's step one. I mean, that that's probably step one. Uh, and then there's 11 more steps you have to go through. <laughs> God willing. Um, but uh, no, I, and even compared to your Coors Lights, your uh, your Bud Lights, your Miller Lights, I actually still prefer this. One Once again, it's a little bit cheaper, but even just those domestics when you're... I mean, I like a Bud Light, but I would still just drink a PBR because for that extra dollar, I don't feel like Bud Light's... That, that oh, no, better. are you kidding me? In, in a Chicago bar, when I first moved here... It's like, like $6 a bottle yeah, for well, a like, Bud Light. Yeah, a cheap-end Bud Light in a bar, which I don't even like Bud Light that much, but I would I, that was always my go-to in Iowa when I used to live there, because right. that was always the cheap beer at all bars, because really, PBR wasn't the cheap beer like at that point. Right. I mean, right when I came of age and could drink in bars in Iowa, they, they that wasn't the cheap beer yet. But in Chicago, it was, because it was this hipster beer, as all the, all the hipster yeah. bars and everything had it. But it was always like, like yeah. So a, a cheap end Bud Light was at least four fifty, and that's the mm. the cheapest. Well, and I came from I came from Iowa, I think, to see you on your twenty first birthday. Yeah, yeah. And I went to Chicago bars, my first time drinking in like Chicago bars, and I bought just a round of beers, and I was like Bud Light, and they're like that's twenty eight dollars, and I'm like I'm getting five of it. You know, I was just like I I was blown away because I'm like I. What am I getting? I can for twenty eight dollars in Iowa, I could buy my own bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could, you could you have, get a keg for twenty eight dollars in Iowa. Yeah, that's true. You could get, you could throw a baller party in Iowa oh, for twenty eight dollars. <laughs> Everything you say. <laughs> I just, I you gotta get in my boat, man. If we're making Iowa sound like Eastern Europe. It's just like yeah. twenty eight dollars. <laughs> I mean, you I, could be mayor. <laughs> But, oh, but seriously, oh, are you roll into town with that kind of money? They call you the sheriff, and you can run anybody out of town. But our beer is cheaper. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what our, it is here. Uh, no, taxes. after living, living in Chicago, well, there's uh, there are taxes. There are like when I lived in Chicago, Illinois taxes going to and here. Chicago taxes. Well, no, it's actually my 21st birthday when I lived here, and we went out, and someone brought around. They were, they were trying to get us to buy Jello shots, and it was like oh, ten dollars yeah. per shot. Per shot for Jello exactly. shots. And then I was, and then I was at a, a bar in Iowa visiting someone. We hopped up to a bar, and they just had Jello shots. And they're like, "Yeah, it's a dollar," and they were like twice the size. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, "Yeah, Jello's not that fucking hard to make." So no. it's easier to be an alcoholic in Iowa. Or yeah. cheaper. I don't know about easier. Well. Got all that farming to do. <laughs> well, I was, was going to say so much more distances to drive. Yeah. There's, no, there's no public transit in, in rural That's Iowa. That's <laughs> A lot more OWI, so maybe it is more expensive. <laughs> but, yeah. but so anyway, this episode, though, we're actually going to get into the history of PBR, because if you've listened to our podcast, you know we like needless research, so... <laughs> So yeah. we decided. Now, Steve looked up a lot. Now, Stephen, all I ever knew about Pabst Blue Ribbon is that in 1844, uh, it won a ribbon. Oh, no, 1893. It's all in the can. It's two dates. Yeah. 1893 won an award. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe and probably... it started in 1844, the, the company itself. Now, 1893, what type of award? Like, what prize? A blue ribbon. But they, 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 we can get into this. There's controversy. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about the controversy because it's hilarious. PBR controversy, Um, let's do it. And this is what makes PBR funny to me and what it became. But let's just go all the way back to the start of this brewery. Are you teasing me like that? that, Wait, monster. Are you saying there was a PB argument? Uh, ah, damn you, Caleb! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> and this is the month we're gonna be drinking, so I'm gonna get punchy. All right, so <laughs> Caleb will get hit before the month is out. Oh boy! Uh, I mean, I feel like you established. Ooh. By the how... way, I will call it right now. <laughs> Lots of wordplay with words that start with R. 
Oh, the R sound. He has one good Back to the Future frog pun, <laughs> and he thinks he's the goddamn king of comedy. I don't think I am. I just this. <laughs> I we know. started this episode, and you were so upset with my flirty thirty that I'm like, this is who I am now. Yeah, this is who I am. Good. I'm just gonna lean Embrace into it. it. This whole episode, I'm leaning Embrace into it, it hard. It's even better that you're almost 30. Yeah. <laughs> and flirty. Oh, that's true. You're going to be a flirty 30. Flirty. I'm going to be a flirty 30. I was already soon. a dirty 30. <laughs> Steve has been a dirty 30. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Uh, let's, do, let's do anything else. Go so, the, so the brewery itself, let's go all the way back to 1844. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know who was in the White House. I probably should have some fun facts from 1844. Yeah, I got I, nothing. All of your research is only about the specific thing you look at. Because you because like especially with like the TGIF, you you didn't know how long any of those shows can really. I just, can I just started. say my wife is disgusted with the fact that how poorly I did in college, but how much time I've spent researching TGIF and <laughs> just throwing that out there. She'll just catch me on the computer for an hour with a yellow notepad, being like, I got I got this. I'm writing this down. And she, it's PDR. Your your hours. You're writing down notes about PDR. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> that aside, 1844, hmm. uh, a German immigrant by the name of Jacob Best. Oh, his last name was Best. So that's why they gave him the ribbon. I would hope so. Because <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And his his uh, sons. Th- thanks for spelling that. Out. His, his, You're welcome. His him and his sons established the Empire Brewery in Minneapolis, uh, uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Oh. Milwaukee. One beer goes through his head. Milwaukee. Uh, and in their first year, they produced 300 barrels of what they call Best Select Lager. Because it's his name. It's Best. And it's select. And well, it's also, yeah. yeah. Um, that's an easy... That's, yeah, that's a... Why wouldn't you... Whatever product you make in your you last name best. is Best. You're just yeah. like the best. Because then that's not that's not a fraudulent claim. So that's how we're going to get into how it just became Pabst. And they got rid of... Your last name is Best and you lose that from the name of the beer. The other... Did Milwaukee's Best... No, I think oh, that's that. no, I think that's something else. It's not. I from figured, last but name. I just didn't. Know. That's where it's tough to tell. I actually thought the same thing, and I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to look that up. They didn't. It's from a different company, though, so that pretty much sums it up. They didn't start Best Buy, did they? No. Nope. I mean, uh, we're just naming products that have. Best nope, in we're not. No, we weren't. We're not, we're not gonna do that. We were I naming was, beers that. Have I was best. naming a specific beer that had that in it and from the same city. Um. I mean, I don't know where Best Buy started. It could have started in Milwaukee. <laughs> I'd believe that. They could have started selling beer and then moved to stereo equipment. Anyway, they they produced 300 barrels of this best select lager. Now, part of the controversy as we move into PBR is that lots of people have claimed, and it's probably true, the recipe of this award-winning beer from over 100 years ago has probably changed quite a few times. Because whatever they brew as they hand off and people come in, even companies like Bud Light or Coors or whatever, you're not drinking what they used to make. Because people got different tastes, so they changed And everything back then had cocaine in it. Yeah, and and honestly, it was probably terrible back then. They just put cocaine in fucking everything And mice parts and whatever happened to be anywhere. Whatever they they squeegeed into the trough that they bottled later. Yeah, ashes from the the witches they burned. So those were those were delicious. Um, but in 1860, so I'm going to move kind of year after year. I'm going to give you the fun facts of the different points. It's of, so fun. Go. Oh, so I know. Fun. Uh, Jacob's son <laughs> Philip takes over for Jacob Best. So 16 years later, he takes over the brewery and he changes the name from Empire Brewery to the Philip Best Company. Um, and his new son-in-law, who's a steamship captain named Frederick Pabst. Uh-huh buys shares in the brewery to become a part owner of the Philip Best Company. 
Okay. Okay. So Frederick Pabst. So Pabst. Buys in. Mary yeah. buys in. He buys right in <laughs> to the company. Jesus Christ. Um. He, what? He, he bought. He bought in. Uh, <laughs> he he <laughs> bought need. He bought in some shares in that company. Um. How do you bought in a share? I just you do. Call Sonny Bono. Hello. All over. What? What? <laughs> I made share as in like C H E R. Just edit me out of this one. <laughs> yeah, this is all just, Caleb removed. Hey guys, just, next next month's topic is gonna be auditions for third co-host. That's what it's gonna be. <laughs> A whole four weeks of that. <laughs> Caleb, you gonna be there for that? Of course. Nope. <laughs> no, he'll be there. You'll just hear him whimpering in the background. <laughs> no, no, just... I'll give them as much support as they need to take over. I just want to make sure they do a great job. You know, I care about the show. <laughs> Way to end with a non-joke there. Yep. Okay. <laughs> So, in 1872, they produced 100,000 barrels of the same best select lager, um, making them the second largest brewery in the United States. Now, what is kind of skewed about that... What else was going at that point? A lot of breweries were around, not ones that you would know except for one, which was the number one, and is apparently still the number one, which surprised me. Yingling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yingling was the number one then and number one now for amount produced. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, or not, or number of people read. Because you remember if it's, it's one or the other. Just they're the biggest. They're just brewery. yeah, all over. Yeah, like because, the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, East Coast and and in southern areas too. I guess more. Right. I guess I guess they're out of they're out of Pottsville, Pennsylvania, is where mm-hmm. Yingling. Yeah, because I because I just know that was a beer I never actually knew until my girlfriend now is from Tennessee, and so they have it there. Right, and that's that's like their PBR. They're cheap. I mean, it's it's actually a pretty nice beer, but that's right. that's their kind of cheap. Goes and, it's, whatever, and it's yeah. the East Coast because we're so used. We don't get that in the, in the Midwest, Midwest. We're so used to even Coors, which you're going to Colorado, but now it's owned by Miller. But mm-hmm. your Miller is from Wisconsin. Your uh, your Bud Lights and, from Missouri. And, your Anheuser Busch products. So a lot of the stuff we're used to is not what they drink on the East and West Coast. Right. They drink other beers, and Yingling has been around for a long, long time. So that's an East I, Coast. I believe it was is Yingling's. I know we're not doing Yingling this month, but I think it's the oldest or official. It might be the oldest that's still that's still running. But that's probably why it was producing so much. Mm-hmm. But what's kind of skewed about making uh, the best or whatever the best company, which later became Pabst Brewery. What makes that not so true? They were like, we were the second biggest in 1872. Well, in 1871 was the Chicago Fire. And it destroyed 19 breweries, like the biggest breweries in Chicago. Leaving only Yingling on the East Coast and Milwaukee breweries. Oh. And so there were bigger ones, but they were gone a year beforehand. So in like PBR's official documents, they're like, we were the second biggest in... in, They they pick 1872. Nothing really happened. They just put, we're producing 100,000. We're the second biggest. But it's the year directly after a bunch of bigger breweries. So what you're saying is, perhaps is responsible for the Chicago Fire. I, I would guess so. They fed the cow a bunch of best. <laughs> it, that's why it kicked over the lamp. It, it was, was so drunk. I was just going to say violent, one of them did it's it. It's a violent but... cow. But but I think Chicago it's funny. Fire, inside job, guys. You'll find as we go through this that Pabst has been kind of on the edge of... Their advertising is so... What is the word I'm looking for? It's so biased. That what they even put on their website now is kind of like, look at what we were doing, but then because of something else that doesn't really... It's, well, that's just advertising. It's a, they're, very, they're very, like, slanted 
company on how popular they were. Even, but I'm talking well, about I mean, when you're clearly like, they're holding on to one award they won one time, <laughs> like, like over a hundred years they're, ago. They're, right. Like that's what that's why I think Pabst gets a bad rap because it it is the like in a beer, it is like the personification of Pabst Blue Ribbon is the guy who is just like, yeah, no, we won state in high school. Like, yes, and uh, then he and then he drinks PBR. So. Yeah, the Pabst, the Pabst Blue Ribbon is the glory days of <laughs> yes, yes, it is of beer. I mean, yes. We were the best beer in the country in 1893. Oh, one so, time we were so fucking good that they gave us a ribbon, and it was like we were like, yeah. look what we had. None of you have this. No awards have ever been given since. And sure, a of, bunch of places burned down, but we were still second afterwards. So. <laughs> I guess we win. And then a knee injury kept me out of the pros. I don't. That's not the beer. That's the, <laughs> that's just, you're just, just reliving the, the memories. That's the guy. Speaking of beers, hand me one of them. Them PBRs. All right. Hold on, let me. Uh, I'll let me, I think we should get a. Oh oh. If we got all. If we got a. Oh let oh. Me, oh let is, me, is, uh, it, is one two three at a time? Oh there we go. All, all over. All right. We got three cracks. We're gonna go ahead and open our, our simultaneous. Next you ready? I'm trying. Yep. Ooh. All right. Okay. Ooh. So we're we're enjoying our delicious PBR while we're recording. Um, which which is, we usually do, but just now we're open about. Yeah, <laughs> I, think we've, I think we drink PBR every episode we've yeah. done. Oh, I, I mean, we could reach out to to PBR. and Yeah, uh, if you guys want to sponsor... I mean, a, we already enjoy your product, so I don't know why you... mediocre... <laughs> you're going to reach like 12 people right? every month. Every month. That, One of them being my mom, who... I mean, who is a Coors woman? <laughs> so good luck. No, I don't. Um, but another thing about another company starting. So uh, younger brother um, of uh, Philip Best was Carl Best. He opened his own brewery. I just, I just love the idea of the Best family. The Best brothers. I'm Carl Best. I'm John Best. I'm Stacy Best. Like this. What a horrible sitcom. Yeah. Well, at least they weren't. At least they weren't trying to open a brewery, and they were the worst. <laughs> Try our worst select lager. Because <laughs> then they should be. They going... were German. Could have been. Yeah. So yeah. then they should, they should be in the sausage business. <laughs> Shablagoo. This is the yeah. worst. Worst. Anyway. I don't know if you could hear my golf swing there. Yeah. But <laughs> but Carl Best had his own brewery, um, and he ended up selling that to a man named Frederick Miller, which became Miller Brewing Company. Oh. So actually, the Best family started both the Paps Brewery and the Miller Brewery. But interesting. So that's you know it is funny when you go back far enough. Some of these major companies, how like much they intertwine. Oh yeah, like, because there were kinda... only very few people. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I've got more. I've got more stuff about more companies intertwining. Oh, I can't wait. Mm. Doing stuff with yeah, each other. Um, it's kind of it's like how uh, 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 Dave Thomas was the like vice president of KFC. Yeah, before opening what? Wendy's, and then he opened Wendy's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's just fun. That had nothing to do with this, but. I mean, kind of. Was it, what was it the reason that he was uh, sick of having to hold secrets away from people about their the sizes? Recipe. <laughs> yeah. and he was like, I just need to be a part of food where I can just tell everyone. I can be yeah. transparent about what's inside That's my food. That's why he was in all his commercials. That's right. Yeah. Fun. I mean, so was the colonel. Yeah, he was. But the, but Colonel Sanders wasn't a real colonel, Seth. The different, he was a liar. Liar. He was a liar. But Dave Thomas really was, was adopted. adopted. And yeah, he told he, everyone. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, yep. now, and now with KFC two, uh, uh, Colonel t- adopted. Daryl Hammond is is the new Colonel. Is the new Colonel. They just have him pretending to be Colonel Sanders. Yeah, it's weird. It's it is weird. It's very weird. Really? Yeah. I have not seen the, that advertising it's, at all. It has nothing to do with beer, but it's again a time I would recommend drinking beer if you're watching those. <laughs> um, Fair enough. But uh, we'll, we'll... Oh, remember this. Sorry, this has nothing to do with this, and it's total tangent. But do you remember when they did the weird CGI version of Orville Redenbacher? 
Mm-mm. No. Oh, and they did the. They brought back. Was that after he died? Yeah, by a good amount. It was in like it was in like the two thousands. But he was oh. he was dead, and they did like a CG version of Orville Redenbacher, and he's like, "Eat my popcorn," and it was like it was so creepy looking because they hadn't perfected doing that yet of bringing people back in CGI, oh. which it never looks good anyway. But, but now wasn't they've like got the now they and then now they've got holograms and stuff. So so they've got. I would have loved that if it was a I hologram lo- of Orville Redenbacher. I mean, but... uh, Orville Redenbacher is uh, scheduled to appear at Coachella next year. So <laughs> delicious. By the way, I found that he is a pop sensation. I'm I'm. <laughs> Oh, there, it is. there we go. There it is. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm tired, but also have a couple beers in me. And Orville Redenbacher is a hard name to say fast. Mm-hmm. When you, yeah. yeah, when you're when you're when you're sleepy and got a couple drinks in you, <laughs> it's really hard to say. Orville that. Redenbacher. That's oh, him and his him and his brother Wilbur invented flights. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't researched that. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Popcorn um, and flight. <laughs> Next month, popcorn month. Ooh, it's just sounds of us eating popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> just four, just four hours. Four, of us four hours of just. Each week will be a different flavor, though. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the can't ca- wait till caramel corn. Uh, I guess I was say yeah, kettle corn mm. episodes. Just gonna be us going like, nah. Mm. Yeah, that's not, not, as not as good as it should mm-hmm. be in my head. Kettle corn, the fucking Jim Belushi of popcorn. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the Stephen Baldwin of pop. <laughs> it works. Oh, anywho, yeah. or Daniel, I don't know. I get those two. Bad, <laughs> those two battle for the low spot in my mind. Some people have a taste so for Stephen it. Stephen has at least one good movie. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, Viva but, Rock Vegas. But moving on, with, we got way off. The moving on with Pabst. <laughs> we're at it for oh, that, content. Oh, later. that thing we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about that this month. Um, I, I let's go to 1876. So it's the centennial. It's America's centennial. Okay. Cool. Okay. It's very cool. It's, they're they're celebrating the hundred years. Country's a hundred years oh, old. We God. made it. We did we it. We gotta start filming these so people can see. Steve's, I have a lot of arm movements. When his arm movements and just how excited you got. You went. You went. It is exciting. <laughs> um. But but there was a beer celebration as well, which in 1876 I got to imagine at this point there's like six breweries. I don't know, but I could be wrong. Wait, wait this is going back in time. Weren't we just talking about the 90s? 1890s? 18, 1876, the centennial. Oh, I thought we were talking about the 1890s. I apologize. Go ahead. But this, is, yeah. So this is this is a hundred years after 1776. So it's the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um. So. Absolutely. <laughs> like there could be arguing with that. <laughs> so there was a beer competition and Pabst. Best select that the lager that they've been doing ever since 1844 won the gold medal for beers at this event. The gold medal won the gold medal in 18 or uh, 17 or eight. Good job. In 1876, beer not not the blue ribbon. Not the blue ribbon. They won the gold medal in 1876 for beers. Okay. Let's jump ahead to 1882. Sure, why not? When uh, Paps decides that his beer has won enough, they won at some U.S. competitions and some international competitions. This is all being said by Paps, and I did quotation marks with my fingers. Oh. Good for the um, good for this. They can hear audio. it. Audio. Okay, okay, good. Um, <laughs> Paps, Frederick Paps, who is very, as you read up on him, he's a very egotistical person. When he takes over the brewery, he renames. Ever, he buys a hotel and names it after himself. He buys like a museum and names it after himself. He buys like a that was kind of thing of that time though, right? And put your name on everything. He was the Trump of eighteen nineties. Well, was you he, know, I mean, I mean, well, no, yeah, Carnegie and, and that's and true. Yeah, I mean, those, that was the thing to do back then. And I think too, that was back when your name was what you had. Yeah, that's true. 
Because especially two, you know, word only traveled by newspapers and, I don't know, whatever month-long Pony Express ride that I had to take. But, like, so the only thing to say, who this is me, I own this, was to actually have your fucking name on it. Right, exactly. And so he did that to a lot of stuff, but what he started doing, because their beer was the best, is he made his employees tie blue silk ribbons around the neck of every bottle sold. Wow. So they had to start hand-tying little blue ribbons around everything. Is that where the past blue ribbon comes Now, here's from? what's funny. They started doing this in 1882. They didn't supposedly win the blue ribbon until 1893. 1893. So oh. now they've already started putting blue ribbons on stuff, and I don't think they've won. Maybe they did at some of these competitions. Maybe it was a blue ribbon, but that's how they decided to start marketing it with blue ribbons before this 1893 that they put on every can. I think that's super smart, because if you start, like declaring it eventually people are going to be like ah, just just agree yeah. when your movie comes just out agree. just say academy award-winning right film. but what i'm saying is before this will, it, before the oscars of that this year. Will lead academy into the, award nominated jim belushi this will lead in, into the controversy <laughs> of pap's blue ribbon the I one controversy you seem like the one about so he started tying those the blue ribbons around the bottles and bottles bottles and you know <laughs> take the bottles you put ribbons on them Oh, it's great. Go ahead. Oh, but he, uh, Batista, the wrestler, was great in Guardians of the Galaxy. So he, yeah, so he immediately started putting these blue ribbons on bottles because they had won some awards and he wanted to celebrate that. But what this leads into is in 1889, um, this kind of goes away from the contro controversy. We'll oh, get God back damn to it. That. Sorry. Uh, Quit sorry. teasing. Sorry. The controversy. This is the, like, there's so much backstory we have to know. I, I know. It's dense. This is dense. It's, it's this very, is... it's a lot. Yeah. But that's the, that's the point of advanced BS is you're going to learn more about PBR appreciate... than you ever thought possible. I, I appreciate that, but um, it's turning into a season of The Wire. I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm uh, almost there. No, it's, I'd say it's more it's like if you, you have to see 10 movies before you can see The Avengers. It's more like that. Oh, okay. It's more, there, yeah. The Wire at least took you from like, here's where we're starting and here's where we're going. Oh, we're going to get there real fast. He's, he's doing season four of Game of Thrones first and then saying, you know what? I better tell you season one first. There are going to be some dragons. Later. Ooh. Oh. Later. Well, then it's worth no, it. Go not, ahead. Let me tell you, this okay. story's already dragon. This is This is a pun month. Yeah, don't listen to any more. <laughs> pun month. Okay, so. A punth? A punth. A whole punth. Uh, <laughs> fuck everything. <laughs> I made myself mad with that one. Go ahead. Um, in 1889, Paps renames the brewery after himself. Okay. Which I find. What year? Sorry. 1889. 1889. He's the he's the new president. And they've already been doing the blue ribbons on the beer skin yes. for almost uh, over eight, 10 years then, right? Or yes, yes. Since uh, since the since 70, the centennial. 78, I think, is when it started, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So two years after the centennial. Right. So in 1882, they started doing the blue ribbons. Then oh, seven oh. years later, That's he names the brewery after himself. He's been president for a little time now. He did mm -hmm. take over as okay. president okay. of the company. Um, but then he renames it after himself, which I found weird because it was founded by the best family, and basically by this point, all the bests are gone because he's the son-in-law mm -hmm. of the son of Jacob Best, who opened the brewery. Mm -hmm. And as soon as his father-in-law is done with the company and said, I can't run anymore, he goes, okay, what's the Pabst Brewery now? Yeah, Sorry. Well, well, fuck not, man. He's going to rebrand. He's running it, it's, I guess. It's a rebrand. Okay. That, like I said, man, that's back then you had your name. 
That's true. His name wasn't Best. But Best had their name, and now it's gone, and nobody remembers them for... Yeah, that's the whole thing, man. Okay. If you gotta be around, keep your name going. If you're fucking so in, gone, you get got, son. So in 1892, the Blue Ribbon thing had been so popular, and they're making so many beers at this point, which is still the... the so many beers. So All many of beers. the beers. So many but beers. But the Best Select Lager is still what they're selling. At this point, wait, wait. It's Pabst it's Blue Ribbon, but it's called. Recipe. They're not they're, they're it just they're a Pabst it's, company. It's actually Sorry. still called Best Select Lager, but but now the company's called Pabst. But now the company's called the Pabst Brewery. So Pabst presents. Yeah, so it was the Philip uh, Best Company. So it was Empire Brewery, then Philip Best Company. This is like a Pabst Tolkien Brewery. novel. I know. <laughs> so to get into it, we're at 1892. The award thing is 1893. Mm-hmm. In 1892, they're making so many of these that they have to buy one million feet of sea. Excuse me. What? Sorry. Well, I've had a lot of delicious select best. Ooh. Um, one million feet of silk ribbon per year for their employees to hand tie on every bottle. Uh, and you know those were just kids, too. Yeah, <laughs> sadly, probably. <laughs> and making a nickel those, an hour. Those small hands are best for tying knots. <laughs> They're so nimble. <laughs> All five. Hey, at least they were in the coal mines. And at least they were making a, a nickel a day. Yeah. You know, beats polio. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you could still you could still, still hobble into work. You could still yeah. hobble into work sure. and tie a ribbon. Uh, so 1893, the award. The the it's in Chicago. The crowning it's achievement. The crowning achievement of that Pabst makes ribbon. Pabst ribbon what it so is. So 1893, there's a, an expo called the the Columbia Expo. Okay. In Chicago, which I don't know why it's called the Columbia Expo. I don't. Was know. it at Columbia College? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, yeah, I don't know if that was there. That might not have been probably there. Not. Probably Columbia not. Columbia College, Chicago, the film school. No, I probably <laughs> not. No, no, I doubt it. Might not have been a film school in 1894. <laughs> I don't think but it no, was. No, anyway, it's the Columbian Exposition. It may be an area that maybe Columbia came from the same name of this in chicago i don't know well no there are a lot of schools called columbia there are i I think that's what i'm just just thinking the thing but uh, anyway so there's a columbian exposition and they hold a beer contest i guess everybody brings a beer and they vote on their best and so in 1893 paps claims that it was awarded the blue ribbon for best beer in the united states at this expo well, what's funny is if you go back into the histories of the other breweries, a lot of the brewmasters or brewery owners were furious at this event because they came from all over in the country and everyone was given a bronze medal and that's it. They didn't judge anything. So yes, Paps won an award just like every other beer that was at this oh. contest. And it wasn't even a blue ribbon, it was a bronze medal and they gave one to every beer that showed up. It was like a thank you for participating award, and no one won best beer. That's why everyone's furious. If you go back into people's history, everyone's like, it wasn't even a real contest because everyone showed up and they go, you're all winners, and then they left, and everyone was furious. Everyone, everyone just got a gold star. Everyone was furious except for Paps, who goes back and goes, we won. We won the award, so let's let's run with that. So he's like a they're, they're like a pretentious eighth grader. Who gets through eighth grade year and goes, guys, I did I it. They all did the Smartest, track. And they all did the track event, and he ran, but he didn't win. Yeah. But then when it's all over, he's like, Dad, look at my trophy. Yeah, but no. he got a trophy. Totally. He no, got. It was part of the four by one hundred. No, he <laughs> got. It was. It was. He got the the attendance award at the end of the school year. And it's because because they're just like, oh, this kid's not good at anything, but he was here every day. Like, <laughs> so that's that's the controversy is that PBR PBR did win some awards. I told you at the Centennial they did win Best Beer in America, mm-hmm. but then they they started marketing the Blue Ribbon campaign before 
they supposedly won this blue ribbon that's their iconic like look at what we won they put it on there 1893 we won everybody won and they didn't even win blue ribbons. And I also believe too, isn't hasn't the the uh, the mythology of it gotten twisted too? Of where like I've heard people say like it's it was the World's Fair, which I don't think they had. No, nope. three. Nope. I doubt they would have nope. it an off year. No, nope. <laughs> an odd number of years. It's not a World's but Fair. But I've heard that too. But so I think it was they just started being like ah, blue ribbon sometime. We ah, wanted a huge thing. It was it, it was the Colombian Exposition, which I could find very little on. So mm-hmm. it was just I think a beer festival. It wasn't like a World's Fair where this was like one of it. It was like we're gonna do a beer festival. We want everyone to bring their beers and show them and then when everyone came from all over the country they go here you go here's a bronze medal thanks for coming your beer tasted like beer congratulations <laughs> i will say again i don't fault paps at all because i wish they, they turned it, it into it a win they turned it into a win and i hope the medals actually said taste like beer like there was no <laughs> it was like it was nothing like beer. it was nothing even congratulatory it was just it tastes like beer yeah it just says this is beer. That's all. That's all it says on it. This... And they got to the Keystone table and just shook their heads and walked past. <laughs> they gave everyone a medal and said this was liquid. Like... <laughs> um, so that's that's how the whole Pabst Blue Ribbon started. But then Pabst ran with it, continued uh-huh. to do the ribbons around beer. In 1895, people at the bar were asking for Blue Ribbon beer, so they added the phrase Blue Ribbon underneath the label. So now it's. Best Select Lager, Blue Ribbon Beer, mm-hmm. underneath it. Mm-hmm. Okay. In 1898, Pabst officially changes the name of the beer to Pabst Blue Ribbon, mm-hmm. and they are now producing one million barrels a year. He begins exporting his beer to a bunch of different bigger cities, including New York City, and then realizing that he has competition in New York City, he begins buying up hotels, theaters, and restaurants and banning them from serving anything else except for Pabst. His competition in New York at the time was Schlitz. Schlitz. Schlitz beer. Which is the funnest beer name to say. Yes, Schlitz. it really is. I don't know if I've ever had one, but my dad, do I love my dad loves Schlitz. I don't love Schlitz, but if it is cheaper on the menu and I only have a couple bucks, like that's it's a I've good it's a good one. I just I love it. I, I it's love a it good... from, I just love it from the moment in Super Troopers when he goes to the bar and he goes, I'll take six Schlitzes. Whatever is cheap. Or whatever is yeah. free. That's what he says. Yeah. So, so Schlitz was the competition. Um, we're getting uh, Logan another PBR. Oh, I better get another little... Oh, oh, that's nice. Baby mama. So, 1898, it's officially Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Baby llama. Baby llama. Oh, that's what you meant to say. Yeah, of course. Of course. That makes sense. That makes more sense. Yes, yes, yes. So, so we've made it to 1898. It's officially Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. In 1904, Frederick Pabst passes away. Oh no. Um, oh, no. And he leaves the company to his sons, uh, Gustav. <laughs> I'm the cynical one. <laughs> he, he, leaves his, he leaves the brewery to his sons, Gustav Pabst. Yeah. And Frederick Jr., I call him Freddie Jr. Pabst. Or Freddie Pabst Jr. Freddie Pabst Jr. Um, <laughs> FPJ. FPJ. So they both take it over. <laughs> Freddie and, Pabst Jr. and Gustav. And Gustav. Man, names were fun back then. Uh, and in 1907, they began allowing people to tour the brewery. So oh. this is the first time they allow brewery tours. <laughs> a brewery tour. A brewery tour. A brewery tour. Um, a tour. A tour of their brews. And in uh, moving I'm... on with their... So they're still putting the Blue Ribbon. They're still marketing as Blue Ribbon, Pabst Blue Ribbon Beer. Um, in 1916, World War One causes a silk shortage. I don't know why. I don't know what we're using silk for in Parachutes. World War One. In World War One, did we have parachutes? Maybe. I thought that was a big thing in World War Two, but yeah, I didn't there think were, they were there doing were, it in World, World War I. I knew they certainly were in they, World War Two. I don't know. No, they started using 
planes for the first time in World War One. I. Yeah, I don't think they, I they were doing air shooting. No. Well, yeah. Maybe I don't, I don't know. But I don't know. There I'm was saying. a silk shortage. People like to dress up during World War One. Yeah, it's very, very one, fancy dress. Very fancy war. Well, I imagine. Well, I mean, if you know anything about World War One, it was very formal. You weren't anybody unless you were in that trench with a happening scarf. Yeah, that's what had to be going mm-hmm. on. I mean, also, I mean, in general, I think just any trade during the Great War would probably have been shut down, and I don't think we produce a ton I think of World silk. War I, I would, I, I would say World War One. I, I would say you're right. Silk was probably being brought in from China and or somewhere. Cut yeah, that yeah, that's probably. Everybody because like, you know what probably. boats probably weren't bringing in silk at that point they I'm were probably sure. delivering like, troops and supplies yeah so you're right they probably they probably put it's their not eggs... as funny as a soldier wearing a silk hat but <laughs> fair <laughs> enough you but know what make silk hats that's fine let's bring oh um, yeah silk hat I, I don't know <laughs> of all the silk I like the idea of a guy just a big shiny hat <laughs> anyway <laughs> but especially Germans in silk hats but they still have the points on top. Um, maybe the, all the silkworms got drafted. Yeah. yeah. I mean that, and you know what? I think that's the most plausible. Yeah, How dare you guys go along with that joke? That, <laughs> that deserved... We both just jumped that, right that, on board. That deserved a groan and dismissal. Yep, and we're just like, okay, yeah. See, that's, this Love silkworms. I will oh. always jump in your boat, my friend. Oh. Well. Mm. Just, we'll just wrap ourselves <laughs> in silk. Let's have a couple more drinks uh-huh. and see what happens. So they, <laughs> the, the blue ribbons stopped being on the bottle in oh, 1916 no. because of the silk shortage. Um... In 1920, however, Prohibition starts, and Pabst stops making beer, but now they have to figure out what to do with this big company. They've got a bunch of eight. They've got a bunch of silk. (laughs) And all this extra silk. They've got a bunch of eight-year-olds with nothing to do now. I know. We'll make hats. (laughs) Hats for German hats. (laughs) Pabst blue ribbon hats. They started making cheese. Oh, um, really? In their in their beer cellars, well, they, were they in started Milwaukee. making cheese, and oh, they're in Milwaukee. Good point. Good point. Um, so they made cheese for ten years and did really well, actually selling cheese, making and selling cheese. At the same time, they also began making soft drinks and malt extract beverages, both which, thanks to having no Surgeon General warnings at the time, were marketed to nursing mothers as the drink they should be drinking while nursing their infants. Well, yeah, so yeah. plenty of soft drinks and malt extract. Yeah, you gotta you gotta wash down something, you know, after you had good smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and you can't drink because of prohibition. Yeah, so you're, what's you're, the, where's the baby gonna get your, that? Your throat's gonna be sore from all that tobacco. You yeah. better, you better have a nice good malt drink. So, so they make so they made the soft drinks and they marketed those to nursing moms. But the whole the they whole, also told nursing moms to eat silk. Yeah, <laughs> eat so much silk. But the, with the every wheel of cheese, was, you get a yard of silk. <laughs> the biggest thing was the cheese, and for all of prohibition, they sold eight million pounds of cheese. That sounds like a lot. It's a lot of like, cheese. It was like it's ta- hard to visualize eight million pounds of cheese, but it'll block you up. up. <laughs> it's a lot of cheese. That is a lot of cheese. Uh, uh, let's let's keep the history train rolling. But uh, <laughs> so was. prohibition ends. Prohibition ends, and they can go back to to producing when, beer. What year does prohibition? Nineteen thirty-three. Thank you. They can they can start producing You're beer welcome. again. So who do they sell their entire cheese making operation to? You pointed at me like I know. Logan. No, ah! they, 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 uh, they sold it to Kraft. Dang. Oh. Kraft took over their cheese nice. business. Wow. Kraft, Kraft and Pabst? Kraft. Kraft and Pabst does not sound good, but it, it does sounds good. I was going to say Kabst. Pab? Kabst. Kabst. And that's where... Or Krabst. That's where... Okay. That's where beer... There's an ointment for that. Beer yeah. and cheese soup comes... That's not actually where beer and cheese <laughs> All right. Um, but they begin selling beer again, and guess what? World War One's over, so... Ribbons are back. Yeah. 
Stretch your fingers, eight-year-olds, because you're going back to tying some ribbons on some beers. <laughs> All those eight-year-olds ready to go back to work. Yep. But uh, so they begin. They begin putting the ribbons back on beers, and this is when Paps begins expanding. He's buying breweries all over, so he he's buys, getting fatter. He's getting huge from eating so much cheese. Wait, but it's um, a different. It's a different Paps. This is Freddie Jr. This is his two sons. Oh, as a team, sons, as a team, Gustav, Gus, Gustav, Freddie Jr. pair, Gus and FPJ. Yep, yep. Uh, they begin opening a bunch of breweries. So they open one in Peoria, Illinois, first to kind of centralize Peoria, Peoria and centralize their um their their beer making facility and then they begin to open up they buy one in uh newark new jersey they buy one in los angeles and now they're truly an international company where they can manifest destiny they're across the nation international sorry intranational intranational (laughs) sorry they are truly just like you just like so then they're in la so they're worldwide they're truly a national brand there you go there you go um, and, and that they've opened yeah, all like that we went intranational before national. Also in the middle of all that, so this is the 30s and the 40s, but also in the 30s, uh, Paps became one of the first breweries to start offering cans. The cans, they didn't want to market as the Blue Ribbon uh, Best Select. They're harder to tie for eight-year-olds. Yeah, you can't tie a ribbon around it. That was so much silk to tie around a can every time. Yeah. But they named it Paps Export Beer. That was the name, which doesn't sound that appealing to me. Oh, no, there's, maybe they're saying it's so good. You could ship it out of the country and people would still drink it. What? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a... I'm no. not a He's not an ad wizard. I'm not, not an ad wizard. wizard. I'm not an ad no, wizard. It, well, that's the thing. It, it doesn't... It tells you nothing about the beer, and also it wasn't... I mean... Past it's export beer. They didn't it's even know exported, it was the same brand. It's exported in that they send it but from it's still, somewhere. But it's still the exact same recipe as the, the best select. Oh, so there's Which same, is now Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's so called Pabst Blue Ribbon. So they're the same beers. Yeah, when, did, when, did, when did they start calling it Pabst Blue Ribbon? Was that 1893? That was earlier. That yeah. was earlier, and that was uh, 1890... No. 1898. It was officially changed. Okay, so that's when they started so now calling it's Pabst Blue Ribbon. So now there's another beer that's now there's the a same can, recipe. Same recipe, same batch. They just put them in cans, but they renamed it something else because they wanted the bottles to sell. They didn't think cans would be the big draw, the but then thing. it turned out to, to be. Kind cans of did become a thing, yeah. yeah. They thought it was going to be their new Coke. They just didn't think it was going to sell as much, and they didn't want people thinking that the cans were the same as the bottles. They really liked the look of the bottles with the blue ribbon. And that analogy doesn't work, because New Coke, they thought New Coke was going to be popular. Yeah, they didn't know it was going to be garbage. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in 1949, they did begin really hitting advertising television commercials. We want to get into just advertising later. Wait, but you said right 1949. Oh, yes. oh. So television we... commercials, they were doing radio ads in the, the late We've 30s. We've gone through another 40s. world war. We, yeah, we're through the other world war. Um, nothing really exciting happened during that world war. I think no, we talked about so. it in a previous episode. There's not really much to talk about. No, nothing silk related. No. Um, <laughs> so I don't even want to know about it. So we'll, we'll get into advertising in a different week. We want to talk about some of the ad campaigns and stuff that yeah. PBR did. But mm-hmm. moving well, on. We've never done that. We've never talked about specifically advertising marketing and, all and marketing that. So, and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, product. so get ready for, for <laughs> three drunk a-holes who know nothing about advertising talking It'll about it. It'll be good. I'm going to wear a suit. I'm going to wear something with silk. I'm going to a hat. I'm going to try and make a PBR martini for my ad week. That's <laughs> You mean a PBR martini? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one wrote itself. <laughs> yes. I like but, jokes uh, that are the lowest hanging fruit. It's okay. In, in, uh, moving on, in 1950, the ribbons stop. No more oh, ribbons on beers because what? child labor laws. <laughs> sure, sure. That makes sense. That makes sense. 
38-year-olds look like you'll have to go back Thanks to playing Thanks a lot, FDR. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> you and your new it deal. It wasn't even FDR at that point. No. So no. I think it was Truman. I, what nope. year? Wait, 1950? Truman? Yeah, sure. Wow. Maybe Eisenhower. I don't know. You know what? Let's right. say yes. It was a guy. Eisenruman. Um, it was that sounded a... sexist. I didn't mean it to at all. It's just... I was actually I looking back on history. And that is what history is. It's a guy. Um, I mean, it's, it's, if you said white guy, too, like, that's accurate. It's, it's history, yeah. Yeah. This is 1950 we're talking about. Yeah. People were different then. Uh, they were whiter. They were, <laughs> they were borderline translucent. <laughs> People like, glowed in the dark. Uh, so we go from 1950. It's now one of the top five brewing companies. And legitly, they didn't need a fire. Um, it's one of the <laughs> 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 So, <laughs> when they removed the silk ribbons in 1950, that's the first time a ribbon was printed on a can or bottle, and cans also got the same name as the bottle. So mm. now you've got Pabst Blue Ribbon with the ribbon on the can and bottle. The can now has the same prestige. Yes, in that the bottle has. Wow. Um, so we've gone, we've gone 15 years after they started doing cans. Now we're started in 1935. Now we're in 1950. Uh, in 1958. They sold their 100 millionth barrel of this beer, mm -hmm. which they celebrated by having a gold barrel made Ooh. and a trip for Freddie and Gustav back to the home country <laughs> to celebrate in Germany. Of which country? They went, they went back to Germany to celebrate, uh, and they had a golden barrel made, and they threw a big party and... Wait, so, sauerkraut so, so, so the barrel was made out of gold. <laughs> yes. And... Oh, was I don't know if anything was inside. I was going to say, is it no. solid gold or is it hollow gold that they actually tried to drink beer out of? I'm, I'm digging for a lot of really... I think they just had a symbolic <laughs> golden un barrel. Unnecessary. You, you want, you want super answers that cannot be had. They just no. wanted a symbolic golden barrel made. I don't think anything was in it. In the front of it, it just said, you have beer. Yeah. That's what it said. You done it. You done it. This is beer. Again, they just printed <laughs> the other thing off beer. their medals. This is the same message we had on the medal that we won... Back in 1893. It's like a drunk Casey Case somewhere. <laughs> uh, so moving, Zoink, Scoob! Move, moving ahead to 1971, Paps opens another brewery now in Perry, Georgia, which creates so many jobs in a town that was pretty much going under. They renamed the town for a while. It was actually renamed Paps, Georgia. Oh. It's not named that anymore. I think they went back to Perry, Georgia when they realized they named their city after a beer. They named their city after a man. After they all sobered up, they went, wait, we shouldn't yeah. have done that. Oh my god, guys, what did we do last night? <laughs> did we change the name of the town? Oh, again? Uh, oh god. Do we, call, do we call and apologize? What do we do? Jesus. I don't know what to... Uh, uh, we do this every time Dawkins in town. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I can't believe Dawkin was the first band I, I grabbed. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Dawkin? What is that band? What did they play? 80s hair band. <laughs> it's pronounced Dachshund. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a long dog. Yeah. So that, that was their, their next brewery. So um, to move their history ahead, we're going to skip way ahead from 1971 to 1985. To the year 2052. 2072, Pabst is, owns America. No. Um, no. In, in 1985... Pabst and uh, his family sells off the company. So it's no longer family owned. It's bought by a guy named, I'm going to screw this up. Good. Paul Kalmanowitz. Ooh. Oh, let me see this. Uh, Kalmana, Kalmanowitz. That's Cal I 
I'd say Kalmanowitz. 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 Sure. Kalmanowitz. Possibly a Kalmanowitz. He bought the Ooh. company from them for $63 million. Ooh. Uh, That's walking around money. And his... <laughs> <laughs> you can walk around without that money. <laughs> Most polio is still around. And... <laughs> oh. 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 Sorry, it's 1985. It's, you can... it's AIDS now. It's... It was. If we could have one episode. Anyway, Paul Kalmanowitz. Kalmanowitz. He buys the company, mm-hmm. and the very first thing he does is closes their first brewery in Milwaukee. Shuts it down. Oh. Mm. His, ne- his last name used to be Best. <laughs> so now he's taken down PBR from the inside. It's he was the other brother's descendant. Oh, and I don't. That's we're no. getting way into. That's not into mythology not that doesn't exist. And then he immediately <laughs> we're creating a Paps extended universe. That would be sweet. <laughs> and then he immediately cancels all advertising, which through we're gonna like I said we're gonna get into this, but from like the '30s radio ads all the way through the '80s, they were advertising like crazy, and we've got tons of videos and radio promos and things they were hosting and sporting events they were sponsors of and he just says we're done no more advertising the company was huge at this point and he said no more advertising what a confusing decision up to 1990 is on a downhill after they stop advertising because especially in that era that is the era i mean that's the fucking Mad Men era that's the that's the era of of modern advertising but 85 85 no more well, that makes even yeah, less no, sense because then is, advertising is already an established thing. Well, yeah, and, no, and, I know. And, 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 I, still think, had, I still had it in the fifties. You got to think of all the other people though, like Anheuser Busch and Miller and Coors, and how much they're hitting magazines, radio, TV, Super Bowl ads, yes, like, all exactly. this stuff. Exactly. I do just want to. I do just want to clear up that I want the people to know I don't think Mad Men takes Happened place in, in nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. I was. I. I was no. still thinking we're talking about the sixties. I'm sorry. No. So this uh, is this I mean, is the '80s. He shuts down all advertising. '85, yeah. So they're not marketing still... at sporting events. They're not marketing. You know, there 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 could have been all a, the things that you market beer. If he had done yeah. his homework, they could have opened like Pap Stadium. You know? Absolutely, they were in Milwaukee Shit, before yeah. Miller. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's not his fault. In '85, it was Miller Stadium a long time ago. Yeah. So, but but in in '85, he basically said, "We're done advertising. We're closing this brewery. We're out of Milwaukee." Especially too, the '90s is the era of when, like, they when stadiums started to be called just company name here. People started buying up instead of them being like Candlestick or whatever they like. Had he names. they're like now they're instead of Kaminsky Park where they're named after old ball players. They're like Kaminsky here became U.S. Cellular. Yeah, he like, he literally chose the worst time right. to pull out of everything in, in, yeah. in, in, in capitalism, and to, to it stop. shows PBR descended in popularity. It basically was dying off they went from producing i think i don't have the numbers here i, I remembered reading but there was like a hundred thousand barrels a year to nothing oh, they just dropped below fifty thousand barrels a year because wow. people weren't buying pbr anymore because well, they didn't know no it fucking existed yeah, and i may be wrong on those numbers well, i may be way off you I'm could be but that's okay. a little bit but the number of barrels in production went way down in the just, 90s i want to i want to ask you you were you seemed like you were sad about bsing but do you remember the name i of know show? i know but i don't like just throwing numbers around that aren't that true. is essentially without saying you know that is I, essentially what i do here i know i just want to <gasps> anyway. that's how i function um, i'm cutting that moment out however <laughs> as we move back in pat's just calling out the edit <laughs> pbr found its way back into pop culture on movies like Blue Velvet, which is actually way back, <laughs> which yeah, that's a that's a movie that really moves. It's actually really moves your product. Yeah, uh, Gran Torino. Okay. 
That's a split between Blue Velvet and Gran Torino. That's yeah. a jump in time. Uh, sorry. And, those, and the whole thing in those Gran, are my two movies. And the whole thing in Gran Torino, too, is just like, hi, I'm an old racist. <laughs> I love, but he loves PBR. I love PBR. So what happens... But hate the Hmong people. South Park <laughs> has an episode about PBRs drank by white trash people. Well, yeah. And perhaps to... The, I, I was going through their website. They have a whole thing that's like, we're not for white trash and... South Park, like, they really, like, are offended at what South Park did. Like, if they knew us any better, they'd know we're not drank by... And it's just, like, it's South Park. You don't yeah. have to fight with them. Well, no, and also, too, it's South Park. Taking a stance against it will just make it worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just embrace that you're on a South Park episode. Yeah. And that you're mentioned as a product. Yep. I mean, that's probably the best advertising they've had in 30 probably, years. Probably. I not say yeah. shut it down, but... They're also on some Breaking Bad episodes, and they're also on an episode of Mad Men that he enjoys a past. Is it, wait, is it, I was in Mad Men. Ba- yeah, I back, brought it up back in its times. heyday when Pabst was one of the top a beer people drink. Beer, yeah. yeah, so there are a few of those. Pabst opened a brewery in China. Okay, China has. Some, I would like to get a hold of this, but I don't really want to spend the money. Pabst uh, in China, or called China Pabst. Okay, which, is that what it's called? Yeah, China Pabst okay. is the company. Oh, China Pabst. Okay. Yeah. Released a product. It's like a big bottle. You know when you buy the the big bottles of beer, like a forty, like a forty, or, or like a kind of like a forty. But when you go to like the like the really like Goose Island has like their oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah like like oh wait wait do you mean like a growler or do you mean like no like a pervert? It looks like a wine bottle, and I can't think of what the name is. I mean, I buy them every now and then. But like well, yeah, when you like get a like, bar, like a. Let's just keep making up words. No, I'm like, not making I know that I'm talking. If you go to a, if you go <laughs> to a beer outlet and buy it, they put it in a nice little plastic netting so it doesn't break on the way. Yeah, home. big. One. Okay, okay, so just a, just a bigger bottle, like of a special what? large bottle, like when you buy like a bottle of like Delirium or something. Yeah, like, those. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like it's a slightly larger bottle. I feel like we've derailed from what you were going to say. Oh, you, oh, you think start... that we got into the semantics of bottles too much? It's a it's a large bottle of beer. <laughs> it's you buy one bottle. It's called Pabst Blue Ribbon 1844 Edition. Whoa, Ooh. when they opened up that company. It cost $44 a bottle. Oh. And ribbons tied on by children. <laughs> Again. Because <laughs> in China, back. they don't have the same labor laws. No, and they wanted to go back to the original. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I no, get but it. it's, a, it's, a, it's a $44 a, a, a bottle Pabst product, which I can't imagine what yeah, that that's tastes a, like. I can't. I can't rectify that price and brand name. Like, no. <laughs> but it's 1844 edition, Ooh. which means absolutely they, nothing. They found it in an underground vault. Yeah. So there's there's that going on in China. So that's they're years ahead of us wait, in their wait. beer marketing. Meanwhile, in China. So is that like is that like beer a, is in a slightly larger bottle? Is that like an import for them? Is that like a I that's what I want to know. Is like is that like their sweet like that's really what cool you want to import know? like is it no oh, like is it, yeah is Pepsi Pepsi a cool brand over maybe. there is that Pepsi is their Guinness yeah or something <laughs> like or you know or something like that yeah I was trying to think of a China beer we have uh, here. beer Lao we have that that's I, all I could think of was like I, and I'm not trying to be racist I was just thinking of Japanese brands and that's I, no I know they're very far apart from each other for sure um well, I mean they're off the coast yeah, it's right there but <laughs> I just I, I love Kiranichi Bon, but that's that's just, yeah that's Kiranichi Bon the, the beer bon. I I know I've had I've had uh, uh, Chinese beers and Japanese beers and I think even a Korean one but I could not tell you a name at all yeah. it's usually just what they have at the restaurant of that I I actually do get Kiranichi Bon a lot because I do like that beer but that's yeah, yeah it's a, so that's my import 
So maybe I don't. I don't. I, I can't see Paps being like the. Oh, let's get a, get ourselves. A you know what, guys? Guys, you know what? Let's treat ourselves. Let's get a bottle of Paps. Let's get one of the larger bottle of Paps do to split for the group. I could say online if you can buy one. You know what? If we can get it, oh, no, I'm, I was doing a Chinese person. Oh, <laughs> you were. Oh, I know. Uh, I wasn't doing a racist accent. Oh, was good. Which is good. Special, which is good. Yes. I didn't know we were. Stepping I feel like into I'm not. It. I feel like I'm not getting applauded. I didn't know we were stepping into a role of other people. I actually thought you were. I, no, let I us treat ourselves. Ourselves. no, I thought we could. I, oh, I, I see. I was on board for but us I treating think ourselves. We'd too. have to get it shipped from China, and I think that would up the cost even significantly. More. Yeah, and that so, I'm not paying a hundred dollars to. I don't have any promises. Also, editing that out. Go. Okay. So I don't have that much more. It declined in popularity due to the lack of advertising. But then somehow they knew they were they were they had to find a way to bring the beer back because it was like what? And so instead of being like let's advertise because clearly that's where we slipped. What a dumb fucking decision to just. I want to say he was trying to. He already paid. God knows how much. Sixty-three million dollars. Was he trying to be a hipster before hipsters were a thing? He's like, we'll just tell people we don't exist. Like, what the fuck? And and that's and that's what's weird. Makes no fucking sense at all. Because of all that, because of the lack of advertising, because of how he kind of handled the company and just disappeared, that's what made it become something very popular with hipsters now, millennials first, um, the indie scene. And then once... Probably because it was so cheap, because no one so was fucking cheap. buying right. it, because yeah, no one so knew it existed when, anymore. So in the late 2000... Early mid-2000? Probably early somewhere. mid. But uh, <laughs> they realized at the company that this is who's picking up our product now, so we need to market to them. We'll get into this more skinny as well kids as with mustaches. Yeah. <laughs> so they started going after that. that. But the, what's weird is they had to go after these people... But they couldn't advertise because that's what drew these people to it. So now we got to figure out how to reach that's these the, people yeah, without that's, advertising. That's the, that's the old, in advertising they call it the hipster conundrum. That's the, yes. it's the if we say here drink this they won't, but if we pretend like they don't exist and we don't exist, then they it will. Happens. But we have to reach them. Then we make money, but we can't pretend like we like money because then they won't give it to us because we're only in it for the art. I want it. So we will. Uh, I love Garden State. <laughs> In our advertising episode, I'd like to get into a little bit about why it's popular now hey, and what you know they what, are Steve? doing. We fucking will. Good. Yeah, we will. Good. I'll I'm make excited. that dream. I'll Let's make that dream it. come true. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad I can we die happy it. this month. The yeah. next episode of of Advanced BS. I almost said Paps BS. I seriously almost said. I like it. Advanced BS. <laughs> the next episode will be about the advertising of Paps uh, and the history uh, of it. Paps PBS. God, uh, what? that's the public broadcasting system. It was PBR true. and BS meet, and I'm sorry, PBS. I didn't mean to. PBRBS. I will donate something to your organization and get a token. No, you won't. Oh. I probably won't. All I know is I want Red Green to stay on the air. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh and Red Dwarf. All your red shows. All the red shows. Red shows. All the PBS solid. red shows. Keep them coming. <laughs> um, but I do want to finish off history of what finish what, it off. What with. PBR is up to these days, and by these days, I mean. 2013. Ooh, uh, the future is now. They spent their money to save a company that was going out of business. What they company? bought Hostess so that the Twinkie would not die. They bought Hostess? Paps bought, the Paps company bought Hostess to keep Hostess from dying. This is the greatest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. They also make the Because most... everyone was worried that Hostess was going to disappear. They were. They were cupcakes yeah. Which Twinkies of all the things to be worried about, I remember at that time, was, everybody was so worried. Like, the future of the Twinkie, I'm like, are we really... 
worried me. But that's amazing. That Paps, Paps bought them and kept them going. That's why we still have Twinkies. What? Paps is the company that now oh, owns Hostess. God, God bless you, Paps. See, if they hadn't saved all that money from not advertising, they might not have been able to. <laughs> I mean, had they? Had, I mean, but had you, they, you wouldn't have the ding dong anymore. <laughs> had they also advertised, they would have gotten. They would have stayed maybe top five. They could have bought Hostess twice. They could. They absolutely could have <laughs> bought Little Debbie twice. while they're at it, right? <laughs> Oh, they are, they but that, are, that's my that's my last that historical Pabst moment. Is one of the most confusing. Like their their model for advertising, and you, we'll get into it later. Yeah, but we're just, gonna talk about it, it. yeah, we'll talk about that next time. But I mean, like it's just the most confusing. But, but I I found it interesting like, doing my history that they are intertwined with Miller, Kraft, Hostess. Yeah, yeah what a what random, a weird assortment, they, random selection. You know, it's I, basically they're describing honestly, my diet. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they have fed me for the last 32 years. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I the history of Pabst I thought would be maybe mildly interesting. I wasn't expecting much. That was a fascinating, fascinating. <laughs> we had a few. I got a few. I got a few Pabst in me. Oh, I can't even talk. It's okay. I got, no, but that was a a, a fascinating uh, journey through history of, of Pabst Blue Ribbon. I did not think it would be that interesting at all. And that's why I'm excited about this show. I know we're in month three now, but I, I'm excited about Advanced BS because it really does. We're going to examine so many topics that people think are like, they're not going to be able to get four episodes out of this. And you're going to walk away from listening to these being like, Saying, oh my yeah, God, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they Man. didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I think just the, just the entertainment value of... Yeah, there is some interesting stuff that I'm sure nobody knew because nobody went looking for it. Yeah, uh, we're we're diving into the topics that you didn't care to begin with, and, still and now you might pretend to know. Yeah, I don't. Know. But 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 again, if you are, uh, yeah, uh, this yeah. month is going to be exciting. We've got plenty more than just the history. We've got a lot of different things to go into, and I'm I'm excited uh, for this month. I'm not even you know I'm not even about teasing it. No, guys, I'm not going to tell you them guys, what it you is. guys have already you guys have already heard the great history of PBR fucking tune back in. Yep. So Please we'll, come we'll, back. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you all next week. Can't hey. wait to see you again. Hey. Enjoy ribbon everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah.